This is Jimmy Jernigan, and you're listening to the Daily Dose of Wood Podcast. What is going on, Daily Dose of Wood patients? Welcome any new patients that we have listening. Be sure to hit that subscribe button up top if you haven't already. We got a big episode today with a big man, the strongest man in the world. We have Martins Lessis, the dragon. He is the strongest man in the world. We get into it all. If you're into working out, this is your episode. If you're into learning new things, this is your episode. If you're into Daily Dose of Wood fucking podcast, this is your episode. New thing too, I'm thinking we post our future special guests on our Instagram page and you guys, the listeners, give us the questions that you want me to ask our special guests and I think that will be a great way for us to have you guys interact with our special guests and get a personalized feel on your own questions and any future guests that you guys want to see here on the Daily Dose Wood podcast, just shoot us a DM and let us know who that is and we will do our very best to get them on. We've had much success already in getting requested guests on and I, I think we could pull it off if you shoot us a dm we will try our best here at daily dose to get them on but let's get into our interview that we have right now we have martins waiting to come on let's get into how the strongest man in the world goes through his everyday routine let's hear the details behind the scenes let's do it let's get it on here we go welcome back to the daily dose of wood podcast Today, I guarantee you that you are not stronger than our guest that we have on join us today. <laughs> we got the world's strongest man, Martins the Dragon, Lessies. Martins, what's going on? Not much. I'm excited to be on. Thank you for having me. Love it. Been looking forward to this one. The Dragon. Give me a little background on the Dragon, where that nickname came from. Um, it came. It, it really came from. Um, my moss wrestling days when uh, this is like a, a brand new ancient sport uh, where these guys basically, the Russians really popularized it, but I mean, this sport's been around for over a thousand years when the Vikings used to test it to find out who had the strongest rowing power. Uh, the Russians took it on and made it their like national sport. And uh, recently, over the last five, 10 years, it's gone international. And I competed at the first. Um, world championships of moss wrestling where I took second place and the Russians were known to be undefeated and I beat one of them uh, one of the Russians and I, I, every single match I went on just pacing and huffing and puffing until uh, eventually that uh, somehow that got associated to being the drag What weight were you wrestling at when you were doing that event? I think I was around 275 pounds or less than 275 because uh, I was I was a regular heavyweight, not super heavyweight quite yet. And then, I mean, thereafter, I went to win the heavyweight and super heavyweight uh, titles after that that year. And now what are you looking at weight-wise currently? You in that same? I'm around 340 pounds. And uh, when I was competing in uh, World Strongest Man and the Arnold Classic, I got up to about 355. 357 pounds was my, uh, my highest that I reached. I saw on Instagram that you're going live on Twitch later. You're going to look to set or break a couple of records. What records are we looking at here? Oh, no. Old Haugen is going yeah. to be great. Oh, okay. 
he's gonna he's 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 my been my coach. He's a strength legend. In his fifties, he placed uh, sixth in his world strongest man. I mean, that's unheard of. Wow. Like, take take a moment. In his mid fifties, he placed sixth in the world. Uh, so he's been my coach. He's seven, over seventy years old right now, and uh, we still work out together. It gives me a lot of uh, insights and wisdom into the sport. I've always followed his guidance, and this this he's he's still his grip strength is unreal it's it's stronger than mine to this day really i'm still trying to catch up with this guy so he's uh, hoping to break some world records in grip strength last time he broke a world record i think he oh it was pretty recent but he broke a big one at 65 lifting the thomas inch dumbbell which is like known as unliftable dumbbell because uh so here i got a rain can right so the handle is actually bigger than this rain can it's like about that big so you could hardly get your fingers around it the dumbbell is like 170 pounds, give or take a couple pounds. Only a handful of people can actually single arm deadlift this dumbbell because it just is so difficult to grab. And he did it. He was 65 over 60 repetitions, over 60 deadlifts. That's so insane. Dumbbell uh, done under 10 minutes, and this was on the rogue stage. How do you get your grip so tightly like what has he got you doing that he's got your forearms working and what what exercises does he put you through it, t- it typically comes down to variety okay uh, so i uh, like one of one of the most important grip strengths of course in strongman is just having a strong just a closed grip that is when you could wrap your hands around a, a barbell and your thumbs thumb can touch your fingers that's a very different grip strength than is required when you do like a pinching a dumb a fat grip dumbbell or an axle, so that's more finger strength. This comes down to forearm strength. So I, he always has me doing like uh, either rolling handles, fixed handles, open grip, closed grip. Um, we we have these blobs of metal that are just so unwieldy. We literally just only use the tips of our fingers to pick them up, and it's hard to get over seventy pounds on those. Right. Uh, I mean, it's hard to get even over forty pounds. Yeah. All these years of training, I've been able to lift a 70-pound blob of metal like this. It's just literally just a block. <laughs> Nothing. It's very difficult. Just fingertips. Now, these tips that you're just going through here, we could get these tips on your new app, right? You have this wreck Power app that you breaks down your workouts, shows yeah. us the people, how we could work out like you. Give me a little information on how this oh, app I'm got so started and where it's at now. It's been in the making for the last year. Um, and we really wanted to just show the world what I do leading up to competitions. We're start, the app's going to go in phases. Right now we're in the beginning phase where it's very simple. If uh, you subscribe, you basically just follow my workouts. Uh, but week by week, every week it changes. So every week is a new, a new set of workouts that I'm going to be doing leading up to the Arnold in 2021 that is known as the heaviest show in the world and also World's Strongest Man. So two of the biggest shows in the world you guys can follow along my workouts leading up to there. And very soon we're going to have extra coaches and that's where Ode Haugen's going to come in. I think we're, it's very likely we're going to have his grip, uh, grip training programs on there as well, which I like to throw in after my workouts usually. Right. So I like to do my base strength training and grip is, doesn't take much energy. So I usually uh, do it right after I'm done training just for a little bit. And uh, that's where Ode's going to come in. And this app is updated weekly with your workout, week-to-week basis? New workouts, new videos, new tips. 
And you got the vlog going too on YouTube, right? You're you're dropping a video on YouTube every week. Absolutely, we've been growing YouTube, uh, our Twitch streams. The YouTube just uh, follows kind of like uh, my adventures around the world when I compete. When I'm not competing, it's it's more about showing exactly what I'm doing in my training, but uh, just kind of giving you the glimpse of the heaviest movements I do and how I do and the mindset I, I do and basically all the uh, right. anything fun and hilarious in between. Yeah. And Thor's been a reoccurring guest on your, your YouTube yeah. vlogs. That's right. Tell me what's the craziest thing you've heard when you two have been seen out in public. I'm sure you've gotten some looks like, look at the size of these guys. One of my favorites. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the Avengers. Yes. You know you know that scene where uh, they're sitting at like a diner. We, we got Ant-Man and the Hulk, right? Okay. <laughs> the Hulks, they're having this conversation at the table and, and, uh, Halfway through, all these little kids come up like, "Oh, the Hulk! The Hulk! Oh my God! Look, it's the Hulk! Let's let's get an autograph with the Hulk!" And then the, like he struck and poses and everything with the kids, and then it's like, "Hey, I'm here too!" Like, yeah, yeah. You want a picture? And they're like, "Ah, no, we're we're good." I saw this movie with Thor, so I'm sitting next to Thor. We're just laughing at that scene. Immediately after we get out of the theater, the kids that were watching that movie. Ran up to Thor just the same way they did with Hulk. Like, hey, it's Thor! Let's go! Oh my gosh, let's get a right picture Thor. It's like striking poses with these kids, and I'm like, I'm right here too, guys. <laughs> oh it was like the coincidence on that, huh? The the most that was one of the funniest moments I've had with Thor. It was, just, it was a copy of that scene. He's really that big in person, huh? Because I see videos of you and him side by side, and I know you're a pretty big dude, but there's still a pretty good height differential between you two. I'm six foot three, uh, 300, I was 350 pounds at the time. He's six foot eight, 450 pounds. So uh, he's a specimen. It's truly, him and Brian Shaw are the only human beings on the planet that are built like that. It's like they're a different species. Now, do you think you or Thor would succeed well on the football field at that size? I definitely believe so. But on the line, at least. I mean, we, we belong on the line. You wouldn't play wide receiver or anything like that? You're... You know, <laughs> lose 10 pounds, I'd fly down the field. I can see you as a good running back for those short yardage situations. Yeah, I can do it. No, I definitely want to lose weight for that, that kind of stuff. But yeah. Without just pure driving power, we have it. Thor has made his way onto the movie scene, and that's something that me and Henry, your manager, have talked about. You, you know, progressing into that role of stepping into Hollywood and making more of an appearance. What do you What do you see in the future? What roles do you see yourself playing? Where do you want to take that? I love. I definitely love comedy, uh, but lately, like you know, I've always been. Most of my life, I've been nervous around the idea of acting. Yeah. But over the last two years, I've been doing so much YouTube work and. Um, that's, that's lended me to doing more commercial work and making appearances on game shows. I've actually quite found that I love it. Uh, and I've gotten good uh, feedback. So I think there, just I'm just going to roll with it. Uh, my goal is to make it uh, make it blow up. I just, I just enjoy it. And as long as I enjoy it, I'll keep growing in it. I'm sure Arnold Schwarzenegger is an inspiration to you in that aspect where he carried over from the bodybuilding to the movie scene, the movie role. What's your relationship like with him? I've seen many pictures of you guys together. Do you guys have a strong relationship? Yeah. I mean, when you say what kind of acting I'd like to do, I, I definitely, it's, it's cliche, but 
whatever he's done, it's it's a I, I would be honored to follow in similar footsteps. Sure, you know, he's done everything from action to comedy, but I would also like to add a little bit more a drama and, and depth in it as well. But we'll see. We'll practice. We'll see what comes of it. A romantic but, um, drama. You know, yeah, absolutely. I can see you in a little romance movie. Not just the heart. Yeah, you, you got a, you're a big guy, but you got that comes with a big heart too, right? Right, yeah. Arnold's been a huge inspiration to me. Um, ever since I was a kid, I read his uh, encyclopedia of bodybuilding. My dad followed his workout programs. My dad actually trained me in his bodybuilding workout programs, and that's where I got my start. So, of course, when I watched him in the movies, I was like, oh, shoot. That, that's the man. Yeah. So I want to grow up to be like that guy. Uh, and ever since, uh, lately I've been competing in his shows. Uh, I, I, he had two shows here in Santa Monica, the only ones, the only Arnold shows in California, and I won them both. So I got to spend some good time with him. I, I got to smoke some cigars with Arnold at his house. I was so starstruck. Uh, and I remember telling Arnold, like, hey, Arnold, you have no idea. You've been my hero. And I was at his house smoking a cigar with him. This is an incredible moment. I'm so starstruck right now. And um, he's like, yeah, you have no idea. When I was uh, your age, I was also seen when I came to America, I met uh, Reggie Parker. And I was just so starstruck as well when I was with him. It was the same thing. That might be the best Arnold impersonation I ever heard. Not yeah. even bullshit. And that was fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do that again, a different, different sentence? A different sentence. Um, get to the chopper. Get down. <laughs> That's good. Is that from your your uh, roots overseas? You think you could pull that off so well? It's possible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my first language is Latvian, so for sure. When did you um, make the transition to the United States? When I was very young, I was like four years old. Okay. I would still go to Latvia in the summers to uh, be with family. I'm pretty Americanized. I still speak the language, uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely. I got a home here and a home in Europe as well. Great. That's 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 nice to know that you could go to two places. I'm sure. When you go back to home, are you like a celebrity superstar over there, bigger than you are here because of you know the difference in countries? You know, the last time I went back, uh, um, I haven't been able to go back because you know the world started ending right after I went. <laughs> yeah. Timing of that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but uh, the last time I went, I was just still in the top ten in the world, and it was it was a great experience. I, I um I even got invited over to the house of the um the minister of defense. He wow. gave me like a medal personally, and he said, "You go win worlds. You you know for 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 not just for the country, but really for yourself." Like he gave me this whole speech, took me out to dinner, and everything. Of course, the entire strength community is, yeah. uh, you know, very kind to me. Are there any other notable residents of that country that have made their way over the United States? Who would you say else would be in the uh, category? I don't know anybody. No, huh? Um, no, no. There's like maybe a total of five Latvians in this world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the only. That's the only population. I'm one of five on this planet. <laughs> I love the other, it. Other, other, other four really love me. Yeah. What's it been like since you won? You obviously these times have been fucking terrible and sad and depressing. But 
after you went on your after you won, did you go on a little you know trip of like just you know celebration for all those months and years of dedication? This entire year has been, and I imagine the rest of my life will in some way be a domino effect of that moment. It was my, my entire conscious life has been devoted to training. I started training when I was nine years old. So as far back as my memories take me, I've been in the gym. I've been yeah. focused on uh, with that sole purpose in mind. So winning, that was a childhood dream come true. It was all these things accumulating and leading up to this incredible moment that, uh, I don't know, it's indescribable. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this entire year has just been... It's unbelievable. That's a title that... <laughs> Even though I'm very sad as to what's happening in the world, it sucks how many people are suffering... It's still been on, on a micro scale, on my own level, my my life. It's been the best year of my life. Yeah, that's for a lot of people. You know, some people, it is a terrible situation, but some people have took the time now, the times that we're in, and, you know, focused on getting better. Obviously, you had something right before that, you know, make that effect even better. But this year, some people I know a lot have, you know, taken it to get better personally, mentally, physically, and changed their lives. A lot of beauty has come of this. One thing I always miss about Europe, when I go to Europe, I I love how much more laid back things seem to be in terms of like there's restaurants outside, people are eating outside, really taking the time to enjoy the scenery, enjoy the culture, converse, talk to each other, connect. The cool thing is lately, I I live in Santa Monica, so on Main Street, um, all the parking has been blocked off and all the restaurants now have their, you know, the seating outside and I love it. Yeah. I think that's, that, that should have been done a long time ago. A, there's such a more, um, more organic chemistry to it. Sure. When I'm riding my bicycle down the street, uh, people will wave to me and I'll wave back to them. And there's this, um, there's definitely this connection that's coming, come from all this. Yeah. I know restaurants are closed down now, right by you, which is is sad. But that that feeling of that organic feeling that you're talking about, man, I love that too. Because you see that in New York City, you see people out enjoying. I love seeing how many more people are out running and and, and doing outdoors activities. When I go to the beach, there's people doing morning workouts um, in in the sand and grass, and it just I feel like people are kind of opening their eyes to uh, this world outside of. uh, Outside of just being stuck indoors in, in a way, yeah. Yeah, appreciating nature. Brought up the, yeah. the food, the restaurants. Let's talk about your, your meal prep and what your diet looks like on oh, on a single hard. day. What? Yeah. Sum it up so, for me from waking up breakfast to dinner, what you're eating. I'm working with Nathan Payton, who's a renowned um, nutritionist, especially in strength sports. He, he worked with Brian Child through four of his victories, and I was working with me. Uh, he also worked with Tom Stoltman, who took second this year, world strongest man. And, and uh, depending on you know what what phase I'm in, uh, I'll be eating differently. So now I'm like six, five, six months away from contest. My goal actually right now is to reset my sensi- uh, insulin sensitivity, to pull back on my carbs, to eat less, to drop a little bit of weight, so that way when I decide to push my strength forward, my body is that much more receptive. Because if you're constantly shoveling food and uh, carbs into your system, it, it, it'll, you'll plateau the effects of the, that nutrition. Right. Um, so right now I'm pulling back. I'm eating 
trying to eat a lot more protein than I eat carbs, only eating carbs for my workouts, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. So a lot of my carbs come from oranges, and in my early YouTube videos that became like kind of like a – Became like a, a gag. Just every workout, I, I just I wasn't even thinking about it. I had like an orange in my hand at some point in the workout, and then some people started uh, commenting oranges in my YouTube <laughs> comment sections, and then it became a thing. Now, then it was on T-shirts that I had oranges on them because that was the only. Sometimes Nathan will set up like where for like two weeks, I'm not allowed to have any carbs other than oranges. Wow. For whatever reason, I'm not a nutritionist or a scientist, but. <laughs> it does something to help reset the system. Do you have any cheat days scheduled in there? He will randomly text me out of the blue and say, you know what, tomorrow's a cheat day. <laughs> uh, depending on how I'm doing. So if I've been a good boy, I'll get more cheat days. On the most recent cheat day, where'd you head? What'd you eat? Um, I had pizza. It was a... It, I forgot the name of the place. I was just, I was riding my bicycle. Uh, I went to Manhattan, Manhattan beach area. And there's this delicious little pizza shop there where they sell them by the slice. And I had like three giant pizza slices, just lathered with bacon and, and everything good. <laughs> Did you eat the whole menu at Chick-fil-A? Cause I was watching this YouTube video and I saw like the whole menu as a thumbnail. Yeah, and I was like, food, man, I felt so bad. <laughs> Juji Mufu, John Collin, uh, Tom Boyden. Uh, we just tried to eat 30,000 calories worth of Chick-fil-A in one sitting. We, we did good. We did good. Yeah, that, had, that looked crazy. Mountain, that was a mountain of food. I have never been so full in my life. Now, your workout schedule, aside from the diet, are you training six days a week? And now I know today is your rest day, I believe, because we're doing this right yeah. now. I'm training four days a week. Uh, every day I like to do something active. Whether uh, that's I like to go on a walk in the morning, do a little bit of, like a cardio walk, so like fast paced on the sand, uh, and also some rehab motions. Like I'll, I'll be doing like pistol squats, uh, just activating my rotators, working range of motion, my hips and shoulders. And I try to do that every day. Uh, but my heavy hitting days just four days a week. Right. Focusing my strength. What is the most that you ever bench press, deadlift, and squat? I want to go through all three. These are oh, questions fun. from our fans. They want to know the most for those three categories. I've always been so bad at uh, at bench press. Really? Uh, yeah, it's been my worst my worst strength. But overhead pressing, I've been able to manage four hundred sixty pounds. Wow. One arm, I could. I've done two hundred eighty pounds. Um, that is pressing over at just one arm. Um, my best deadlift been 970 pounds. I've done that on a couple occasions. And my best squat, I know I've never tested my one rep max on the squat. I've gotten 750 pounds for nine easy reps at Worlds. Uh, I could have done more. I've done 705 pounds for 13 reps in previous competitions. And I also hold the Steinborn world record. That's the rockover squat. That's a squat where the barbell starts on the ground. There's no rack. You have to tilt the bar up, kind of shimmy yourself under it, right. and then rock it over and squat it. And I've done 565 pounds on that. And then you repped out a couple squats after that, like oh, three, right? I mean, it was I, I could definitely go over 600 pounds on that, taking my time with it. So you hold the record in that right now, currently? Yeah. Are there any other records you want to break or have your sights set out on? Uh, I've been wanting to do the bed press, 
But uh, after my car, I, had a, I recently got hit by a car this summer. Uh, that kind of messed with my shoulder, and it took me until now to recover from that. Uh, and I was training for that, but I'm going to put that on, on hold for now and put all my focus in on competitions. I'd love to get the heaviest stone lift in the world. Uh, I really would love to get the de uh, deadlift world record, but uh, my hip's been uh, holding me back on my deadlifts yeah. lately. So, uh, I need to get that fixed up. I'm going to be seeing a hip specialist and trying to figure out what's going on with my hip. Well, we're um, glad you're okay. What What's your yeah. car that you're driving? Because I'm sure you can't fit in any average car. I'm sure you need a little to, bigger no, I, truck. I, I don't drive anything fancy whatsoever. I, I hardly drive. Um, yeah? I, I, I love living a, just a, a life on, on bikes lately because everything here is just sunny, good weather. And there's no point to having a car, really. Absolutely. I actually drive a Honda Civic just uh, when I need to. Do you think you could take that thing and just flip it over if you wanted to? Probably. I've squatted it. I've actually, I can open the doors. I put my shoulders in the frame. I can squat half the car. <laughs> Two wheels come up off the ground. Have you ever, you know, I'm sure it's different when you get angry at someone. I'm not sure he's really testing your limits, but when you get angry, do you have to, you know, hold it back because you are the strongest man in the world and <laughs> anyone who comes into no. confrontation with you, I'm sure is yeah, ready to die. I it's really, it's extremely rare I ever snap or get yeah. angry at whoever I've done that to, uh, it was necessary. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's extremely rare. I, I probably had only like two or three times in my life I ever snapped. And I've never been physical. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I do hold that part back for sure. Let's say you step into the ring with Conor McGregor. You're coming out on top or what? I don't know. There's no way to tell. Like I, I do have fighting experience. Oh yeah. I mean, he's he's the one of the goats in my uh, my opinion. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I'm so I actually think about that quite a lot. I'm like, what would happen? Shit. If Henry's yeah. listening, you know what? I think after you're done training for some of these competitions, you got the Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather fight. I say we get you a fight. With someone big, and we promote the shit out of it and make headlines across the world. I think I'm that down. people would buy into that. I, uh, I I've been considering doing fighting after I'm done with strongman. I, I love it. I've always enjoyed it. Um, I, I don't know how seriously I'm going to take it. We'll see where my body's at after I finish competing, and also see how well it clicks. Yeah, we'll see. I will if, if I feel good. I would love to have a big title fight just for the fun of it. Yeah. You were saying before how Arnold, you looked up to him, eventually got to smoke cigars with him, hang out with him. Was there anyone else that you met in your life over the course of these past couple of years that you look back and you're like, oh, I used to look up to that person or I've always dreamed of hanging out with this person? Uh, Thor was one of them, but that was like, you know, my early 20s. I was looking at Thor and thinking, holy shit, and, and Brian Shaw, Eddie Hall, Big Z, all these strongmen now that I, I compete against, hang out with, and see regularly yeah. were heroes. Uh, so that's been incredible. Is this your personal gym that we're looking at behind you? Yes, this is the Wrecked Gym. This is where I do all my squats, presses, and, well, everything. Love lately. it. Um, and I also oh, am part owner in the training hall up north. That's where Old Haugen is, is, uh, resides. 
that's uh, mostly his gym, but I'll go there on the weekends to do more specific events. And what's that above? CBD? Let's get into your CBD that you you got your own line. What's that like? Is that, Do you do the droplets on the tongue? Droplets uh, are great uh, to get absorption quicker. You put them in water or just on, I like to put them right on my tongue. Uh, tablets are, are actually probably my favorite thing uh, because in the morning I just take one and that just kind of slowly dissolves through my body throughout the entire day. Helps lower inflammation. I, I, help, I feel like it helps the clarity of mind um, and my sleep. Yeah, it's huge on sleep, and, and, and I just feel less anxious. Uh, definitely it helps with my mood quite a lot, actually. Yeah, it's crazy this new CBD era that we've you know come yeah. into, and the effects and things, the magic that it's able to work on your body. Yeah, legal. You know, it's I'm good just, to know that these these medicines I are out really there. Want to be studied extensively more. I, I think it's got it. It deserves that attention because there's something to it. Yeah. There really is. Yeah. Are you a pre-workout guy? What's your pre-workout of choice? Rain, of course. There we go. It's, it's a dragon. It's a red dragon. That's Is that your own can? Uh, it should be. I mean, this is like, it's basically named after me. This is my favorite flavor for sure. And I'm going to have to follow up with that question. Protein. What's the go-to protein for you? Um, right now I'm taking in, um, dot fit protein, which is uh, one of, uh, it's old Haugen's brand. Okay. Uh, I find them to be very effective because, um, they actually study their products to try to find the formula that works the best. And they don't just throw in what they think will work. They actually go and test their products and see how much muscle mass they're putting on a certain population. Uh, I don't know exactly the details, but their website actually has the studies that they've performed. Like, uh, so I, I respect that quite a, quite a bit, that they take a scientific approach to creating the, the right formula. And that. how many protein shakes a day are we talking? Really just two. Two? I, I try to get most, at, even at most two. Uh, uh, most of the time that it gets one a day, I try to get most of my nutrition through food. I, I think the protein just helps just get that little extra. Right. But for the most part, food is the most important fuel you could put in. What about eggs? What's the most eggs you had in one sitting? I mean, the most I've probably had is like 12, but uh, uh, every morning I'll start with eight eggs. Wow. It's just normal. That's probably one of the best breakfast protein sources out, right? It's so easily, it's so easy to make, and it's good quality protein. Yeah, and I have the full, I have the whole egg because that's uh, uh, the, the yolks. Just it helps produce more testosterone. It's good uh, source of um, fat, and uh, yeah, good cholesterol. The yolks. What's oh, your okay. favorite meat? What are we talking? I mean, I love a good steak. It's difficult to come by a good steak unless you're willing to pay pay a pretty penny. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like carne asadas. They're, they're always easy to chew. They go down. They taste delicious, especially when they're, we're cooking them in a smoker. We have a Traeger, a Traeger smoker. So um, smoke that. Smoke it. It's nice and delicious. Oh, yeah. I love carne asadas. <laughs> That with potatoes every day. Mm, that sounds good. I could go for that right now. That'd be yeah. a good lunch. It is really good. What is your opinion? This might be a little uh, the topic that's not talked about that much on steroids. You know, 
what what do you think on steroids personally and the competitions that you're entering are some of them allowed are you not allowed to use them i'm not sure about this information so i want to get it directly from you in, in strongman it's not um it's allowed um and i personally think people should be allowed to do what they want to do right. um but I, I i do think that there should always whatever sport there is there should be both a steroid division and a not steroid sorry steroid division because ultimately if done well with, with supervision they're not bad for your health uh, especially if it's just testosterone. That's something you're just putting in more of what your body already creates. So I, 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 the stigma around it is ridiculous. And then all these sports that it's outlawed and it's, they're, they're saturated in, in with it anyways. So to have a division that's completely clean and also that allows performance enhancers, I believe that that should be the way of the future. Falling back onto your YouTube videos, I was watching you train let me get this right, for approximately three hours every single day? Oh, gosh, that's uh, it's hard to keep it under three hours. Wow. Sometimes it was four, yeah. I see so many people in the gym that can't even stay for longer than 30 minutes or <laughs> up and out. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to get get it under three hours. <laughs> wow. A lot. It is a lot. And you're working out, you're splitting your time between the gym that you said before that's up north and your gym, personal gym right there? Most of the days are here, uh, but my most of my events training, that's when I do, like, you know, uh, stone lifting, the farmers, tire flips, truck pulls, I'll do that up north. Like, it's an hour drive to the Ventura Valley, Thousand Oaks area. But it's also a beautiful drive because we, we drive along the PCH. So, yeah, we'll do that once a week. Okay. You like living in California? Is that where you resided the, your whole whole life? This is my home now. Yeah. Oh, well, not my whole life. Uh, I grew up in Massachusetts, and I was born in Latvia. What so part I, of Massachusetts? Western. Amherst, Massachusetts. Okay. I went to school uh, in Keen, at Keene State College. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, wow. All right. Up in New Hampshire there. You know, are you That's familiar awesome. with that? Beautiful. What a beautiful area. Yeah. You uh, You ever been up there? I've been to New Hampshire, but I don't not Keene State or anything. Yeah, just New Hampshire is just core, especially the fall. I mean, both Massachusetts and New Hampshire are just we had stunning. A good time partying there, and I played yeah. lacrosse. Yeah, what, what, man. What, how many beers can you take down? What's the most beer you took down in one one day? I don't even have an answer for that. Are you uh, a big drinker? I really am not. No. Uh, I love, I'll enjoy it here and there, like, but it's not a regular part of my life. Sure, especially when you're training. I'm sure that's yeah. the last thing on your mind is, is yeah. drinking. Absolutely. I mean, I'll enjoy it as a celebratory thing for sure. Right. I seen on, on some videos of the, I'm not sure if it was a strongman competition, but guys pulling airplanes. Is this something that you've done before? Oh, absolutely. It's a normal, normal thing uh, in the world's strongest man, especially the competition. We'll, well, an airplane here and there that we got to pull. That's which a, event is the the hardest, or which well, workout? I think any kind of carry for max distance will feel like hell, unless like for like stone lift utilizes your entire body. Like if you're lifting stones. So, I mean, on the, in, ter- in terms of total pressure, like how exhausted or ripped apart your body gets, stone lifting is probably up there. But if you're really good at it, um, like, for example, I-, I breeze through stones and I hardly feel anything now. 
uh, because the, even the heaviest stone isn't close to what my potential is. Sure. Competition. So, but a carry for distance, no matter how strong you are, you're going to go to failure because it's until you stop. Yeah. So that, like a Hustafel carry, like when you're carrying over 400 pounds in your arms, just like this, you're going for max distance. So no matter how strong you are, you're going to go until you fail, meaning uh, those last few seconds, you might shit yourself. <laughs> Would you say the hardest battle is the one within your head and not the physical challenges that you face? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because... Uh, to, to lift the weights that we can lift, even if we have the strength to do them, it takes a certain level of reckless abandon, uh, sure. willingness to go through pain, uh, and also willingness to push your fears aside. Yeah. 100%. So that every single event, I have to reground myself, think about the purpose that I'm trying to accomplish, why I'm there. Um, and, and every event, I try to make it bigger than myself. It's more than just about me winning a competition. It's about me creating something better, making an impact in our lives, inspiring people, and being able to just change the world in some way. Even though it's just a little lift, I see it as a domino effect that will lead down to creating something bigger in my life. Absolutely. So I think, uh, literally, that's, that's where I, I go to mentally. This is bigger than winning a contest. That's great. Last thing I want to touch on here before we wrap up. This has been great. I appreciate your time. The Game On Show, you did that with Gronk. That was great. <laughs> what was it like going against J.R. Smith and some of those other guys? Did you even feel a challenge for those those guys two against one? You you won I mean, every one. You, you had them beat. Yeah, I mean, of, of course it was. Uh, it, it was, but we're also out there to play a little bit. Sure. So there was a little bit of acting going back and forth. Uh, I don't think any of us were really going hardcore. I mean, I did come out of that exhausted with a leg pump, but I mean, pushing trucks, pulling trucks, pulling airplanes, is what I do for a living. Yeah. So uh, human beings don't really compare to an airplane. <laughs> that, you know, is something that people, it doesn't really resonate with them sometimes, how much energy and time goes into your craft and what you do, because it's not human to do some of the things that you're doing and you're breaking boundaries and you're putting the sport on the map each and every day that you're going out training and doing these competitions. So credit to you, man. And it's Thank very you. enjoyable to watch, too, and seeing yeah. seeing it. And it pushes you. Sport. That's one of my biggest goals is just to be a face of the sport and make it blow up because I think more people should know about what we do because it's insane. 100%. 100%. If I make my way out there, I'd love to train with yeah. you. I'm not the Come biggest guy. We'll start easy. We'll start with golf. We'll start with pulling golf carts, move up to sedans and okay. trucks. And by the time you're out of here, it's going to be a big truck. I love that. Do you think I got the uh, ability to do an airplane one day? No, right? That's probably way out of the picture. We'll have to get you eating about 7,000 calories. It's okay. I definitely want to train with you. That would be a very interesting video vlog that i'm sure a lot of us would want, would want to see we'll have to make that happen so finishing up here gotta go download the app where yes. can we find the app in the app store it's on uh, ios in about one week we're gonna be releasing it on android so let's go it's gonna be everywhere um it's it's uh, 12.99 a month 
uh, to follow my workouts that get updated every week. So get on it now because you don't want to miss anything. Nope. Uh, every every week, the stuff gets thrown out and new stuff comes in. And that CBD, we got to get our hands on that too. World's Strongest Man, CBD. World's Strongest Man, CBD. Love it. There you have it, folks. Just got to talk to the world's strongest man. I hope this has inspired you to become better. Maybe people, after they listen to it, are going to hit the gym and try and pump out some iron, get better. But, Martins, this has been great. I look forward to meeting you in person and getting after it. We wish you the best of luck training for the competitions moving forward, and we'll talk soon. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. This has been a pleasure. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Share this with a friend if you enjoyed. Share this with your workout buddy. Share this with your coach. Share this with your trainer. The strongest man in the world. You don't want to miss this conversation. Get it out to the people. Thank you for helping me and us here at Daily Dose grow each and every day. We will get back to you after the holidays. We're going to take a little break, take some time off. After New Year's, we're going to get back into it. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate the love. This is Jimmy Jernigan signing off. 2020, I came to fuck it up. Yeah, I want a long life, a legendary one.